Hello, 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 my friends and fellow animal lovers. Welcome to another episode of the Story of My Pet podcast. As always, this is Julie Marty Pearson, your host. And today, this episode is going to be a little different than what you've been listening to. I've decided that it's time to start sharing some of my own personal stories of my pet. Although I do give snippets of the experiences I've had throughout my life when I'm interviewing other guests, I thought it would be fun to come on and do some episodes just to talk a little bit more about the animals I've got to have in my life and the importance they've had and ultimately why the love for those animals has led me to doing this podcast and getting people to share their stories and help animals in need. So today I'm going to start with talking about my childhood pets, my childhood dogs. I grew up with dogs. We didn't have any other pets. Well, we had some fish sometimes, but only dogs. My mom is allergic and slightly afraid of cats, so we never had any. Those stories will come later when I talk about cats I've adopted as an adult. But in childhood, we always had at least one dog. When I was born, we had a a poodle named Fufu. I will share more about her in another episode when I hopefully get my mom to agree to come on the podcast and talk about Fufu. She was a poodle that, as a puppy, my dad got for my mom. So she was my mom's first baby and so loved by my parents and by us. But by the time I came around, Fufu was already a little bit older and set in her ways. She was a sweet dog. But I was obsessed with dogs, so I wanted more. Growing up, I was a huge Disney fan, still am. Uh, My favorite Disney movies, well, it's hard to give a favorite. But when I was really little, I loved 101 Dalmatians and Lady in the Trap. So as you can imagine, I wanted Dalmatians and a Cocker Spaniel, like Lady. I'm not sure. Probably as soon as I was old enough to ask for, I asked for a dog. We wanted another dog. So one day, I think I was about five years old, my dad got my sister and I into the living room and they started talking to us about a surprise they had. And in comes this beautiful red brown colored, dark colored golden retriever. She was so beautiful and so sweet. My dad had found her at the local animal shelter. Somehow he had found out about her through a close friend of my family's who always had dogs themselves. They always had labs and golden retrievers, black labs, yellow labs. They actually fueled my love of dogs because I always loved going to their house to play with their dogs. And kind of a side note. Um, I was obsessed because I wanted a puppy because I got to meet their yellow lab and see her give birth to her puppies. So that was another reason I always wanted more dogs too. Anyway, my dad found the golden retriever at a local animal shelter. They believed that she was about one or two years old in really good health and actually well-trained. I think somebody Unfortunately lost, whether it was an accident or on purpose, a really great dog. So because she was golden, we decided to name her Goldie. 
But that's not the only reason we called her Goldie. Growing up, especially when I was young, we were very close to my mom's aunt, and her name was Aunt Goldie. And she was a very special woman to my mom and to all of us. And we spent a lot of time with her growing up. She was really like a grandmother to me. And so part of us naming Goldie after her was to honor her. Um, And it just so happened that she was a golden retriever and golden in color. She became Goldie and she was an amazing dog all around. So sweet, so kind, loved everyone. She was, like I said before, she was well-trained. She would sit and stay and all of that. Although I think she probably lost that because we weren't very good with keeping up on training. But she was sweet. Um, She would run away once in a while. But other than that, she was really the perfect dog. So as a little girl, I'd always wanted a dog. Probably bigger than I expected for her to be. But it didn't matter. She was so sweet and so loving. She would let us play with her and and put our stuffed animals all over her or all of our million Barbie dolls. She would let me cover her up and tuck her in under blankets with her head on a pillow. I have some amazing pictures. I I really want to find just memories of her and how sweet she was. She was always so good whenever we had company, even other kids. I remember one of the neighbor kids crawling on her, trying to ride her like a horse, and she just let them do it. She was perfectly happy just to be a part of the family and whatever was going on. She was really, really a great dog. Growing up in Bakersfield, California, for those of you who don't know, it is very, very hot here in the summer. Um, well, it's hot here a lot of the year, but in the summer months, especially June, July, and August, although now it seems to be that way in May and September too, it's always over 100, sometimes over 110. And so we grew up with the swimming pool. That was pretty typical in my neighborhood in town just because you needed it for relief. And the great thing about Goldie being a golden retriever, she loved to go swimming with us. It was so funny. Sometimes we would come home from school on a day that was really hot and we'd go outside to see Goldie if she'd been outside and she'd be soaking wet. She was like, I'm not waiting for you. It's too hot. I'm getting in the pool. She had this amazingly huge furry tail that just would whip by you when she walked by. It was so strong. She didn't even realize she would be walking by and just knocking things over, knocking stuff over, picture frames, going everywhere. And it was just so funny. And she never really even knew what was happening. But um, she was one of those dogs who didn't really realize how big she was. She would try to stand up and hug my dad. She just didn't realize that she was this large dog. She wasn't super huge for a golden, but she was big, but so lovable, so warm. And you know, just an incredible dog for kids and a family. And I always tell people golden retrievers are so amazing. I mean, you know, every dog is different personality wild, but as a breed, they really are special. And it's kind of funny. I'm recording this episode right now because I'm actually one of my side jobs. If you you probably know, if you follow me on social media is that I'm a pet sitter. So I go into friends and other people's homes and stay with their pets when they're on vacation or trips of any kind. And so right now, as I'm sitting here recording this, I'm actually in someone else's home because I am pet sitting Bella, the golden retriever. She reminds me a lot of Goldie. He's so sweet, so kind, 
just wants to be loved, wants to be with you wherever you are, follow you around, rest her head on my lap or my leg or my arm just to get love. So soft, so fluffy, so much hair everywhere. She loves to be brushed, which is great. Bella really loves to be brushed. I remember Goldie liking it, but we weren't very good about keeping it up. So we were always getting mats and we'd have to cut them out. So luckily, Bella doesn't have that problem. But she's she reminds me a lot of Goldie. She's a, a blonde golden. She's much lighter, but they have definitely have similar personalities. She looks a lot more like my other dog that I'll talk about in another episode, Champ, because he was more of that blonde colored He and Goldie had a really special relationship. So when we got Goldie, we still had Fufu, our poodle, but eventually she passed away at age 18. And after a few years, I kept asking because no matter what, I always wanted more dogs. I loved the dogs we had, but I always wanted more. And so eventually we were able to get another dog. Like I said, I'll talk about Champ's story. He was really important dog in my life, important pet, had a huge impact on me. But the one thing I will say now is how amazing Goldie was. We brought this six-week-old puppy home that kind of terrorized the house, and she was so sweet. She just kind of took him under her wing and treated him like she he was her puppy. It was really amazing. He would curl up against her belly full of fur at night and sleep. You could tell that he watched her and followed her around to see how things were and what he should be doing. And they had a really, really amazing bond. I know that doesn't always happen when you bring a new dog into a family, but it was really great to see Goldie really kind of brought her maternal instinct and really took in Champ as her own. And because of that, he he was an amazing dog as well. So that's always something I think about when I talk to people about Making decisions about bringing another dog into your family. You just never know how it's going to be, but it can be really amazing. Dogs, cats, any kind of pets to bring in a new one. That bond they share, if it works out that, you know, they get along is really, really amazing. So that's a little bit about me and my love of animals, love of dogs. I don't currently have a dog. We only have cats, but I would love to get another dog in the future. In the meantime, like I said, as a pet sitter, I get to hang out with a lot of other people's dogs. So that's really great. I have some amazing dog clients. Most of my clients are dogs. I only have one or two cats, but they're all amazing. I get to hang out with them and treat them as my own for however many days and nights I get to stay with them. So I find that really special that I get to do that and people allow me to have those relationships and develop those bonds with their pets. So because of my love for animals and wanting to share stories and ultimately my love of animals is my advocacy for animals and helping animals, helping people to understand the importance of adoption, not buying from breeders, not buying from pet stores, adopting pets in need, going to your local animal shelters, And adopting pets, adopting older pets, pets with medical conditions, if you can, because far too often those are the ones that end up in our shelters and everybody wants a puppy or a nice, happy, shiny new dog or cat. And all animals are amazing, no matter how much time they have left. 
they all have so much love to give. And I think Goldie was an example of that. She was probably two years old when we got her. And, you know, she she was with us for a good, I think, about 10 years. An amazing thing. We didn't miss out on anything not having her as a puppy and a younger dog. She was just so amazing to us and such an important addition to our family. So it's knowing stories like my own and other people that it's so important that we just say, please adopt, please foster if you can. It saves lives. It may not change the world, but it changes the world for that one animal. And that's huge. And ultimately, when you adopt and foster, your world changes because of those amazing animals. I can't imagine my whole life story without the animals I've had throughout it. Because of my passion for animals, helping for families and pet parents make educated decisions about adoption, about fostering, about volunteering or helping out your local shelters or animal rescue organizations. One of the things I'm going to be starting in addition to this pet podcast is a membership group for fur families on Facebook. This is going to be called the All Things Pet Lovers Membership Group, and it opens on Saturday, October 1st. And I'm really excited about this new opportunity to connect with my listeners, to connect with my friends and family and people around the world, just like I've been able to with the podcast. This will be a place where I can share even more information about important topics like adoption, choosing the right pet, doing fostering for animal shelters or rescue groups doing foster to adopt programs to see if the animal you want to adopt is the right fit for your family. The group will have a lot of different information. I will be offering many courses on, are you ready to adopt? Or how to find the right pet to adopt? How to teach your kids to learn how to interact with a new pet? How to teach your kids how to take care of their pets and be a part of the family? Other topics will include important things about how we can help animals in need, how we can support local animal shelters and organizations and volunteer, how we can raise money and awareness so people make more informed decisions about how they help animals in terms of bringing them into their family, as well as just helping those in their community. Other topics we'll be talking about, um, we'll have monthly group coaching sessions for new pet parents to answer, have Q&As. Some months, I'll be able to bring in guests I've had on the podcast to come in and talk to you more and have Q&As with them so you can they can answer all of your questions. I'll also be doing monthly group coaching calls to help people who are dealing with the loss of a pet. Grief over the loss of a pet is very difficult. And although it's not the same as losing a person, whether that be a family member, a child, a parent, a friend, it is a significant loss. For people who are like me, I do not have any human children and I won't. Um, My husband and I will not have kids, but we have animals and our animals are our kids. They mean everything to us. We treat them like family. We do everything we can to keep them happy and healthy. 
and just a part of our family. They're our family. Being a mom, being a parent comes in a lot of different shapes and sizes. In addition to being a fur mom, I'm also an auntie. My nephews and nieces and to many friends, kids, and that's an important role that I take very seriously. And we all have mother and father figures who aren't necessarily our biological parents or whatever it may be. And I feel like those roles are just as important as a pet parent. You know, when you adopt or rescue an animal and bring them into your family, you are committing yourself to that animal for their entire life. We never know how long that may be, but we're making that commitment to them. And I just want to help everybody be able to do their best when they're making that commitment to their pets. So I really hope this new membership group will be a great place for people to come and talk to each other. We'll have discussion boards. Like I said, we'll have several different monthly group calls where we can get on and ask questions and share stories. I'll have many courses around important topics to help pet parents with making decisions, to help you with fur family questions, and also just have some fun sharing pictures and videos of our pets, sharing inspiring stories, and anything else we think would be great for us to be better pet parents. So again, the All Things Pet Lovers membership group starts on Saturday, October 1st. And you can find more information about it on my social media. All of my social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are all linked in the show notes of this episode. I hope all of my listeners out there have enjoyed this little peek into my own personal pet stories. I will be doing a few more episodes like this to talk about my other dogs, including Champ, my my first puppy, my Cocker Spaniel that I always wanted, as well as cats. I've had as an adult, my first kitty cat ever, Jack, and Cosmo, and my current pets, as well as doing some fun episodes talking about some of the adventures I've had as a pet sitter, helping to care for other people's amazing pets too. So please check me out on social media. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at the story of my pet podcast. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at story of my pet pod and you can follow me on instagram and facebook at julie marty pearson again all the links to my social are in the show notes of this episode i want to thank you all again for joining me on another episode of the story of my pet podcast i hope you enjoyed it there'll be many more episodes coming soon and again you can follow me on social learn more about the All Things Pet Lovers membership group, and I'm sending out much love to you and your amazing pets.